So we've been teaching on Wednesday nights for a while now on the gifts of the Spirit. We taught for a while on the seven gifts of the Spirit in Romans chapter 12. We defined those and identified those as foundational type gifts. We've been in the in 1 Corinthians 12 now for a few weeks, been teaching on the nine gifts of the Spirit. And um, I, man, I just, I really like this teaching. I haven't done this in a while. And, and so uh, I've been getting as much or more out of it probably than you have just studying and preparing, you know, from past notes and other things that God's been showing me and revealing to me about the gifts of the Spirit. But <clears throat> Just, just remember that, that what we're talking about is, uh, we're talking about gifts. We're talking about something that is a gift. And if I've got, if I've got a box wrapped up here with a big bow on top of it, you know, and, and, and I take it and I look, through the congregation and there's David Gross back there and I say, David, here, this is a gift for me. I want you to have it. He starts reaching in his pocket. He says, well, what do I owe you for? No, 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 it's a gift. No, no, but I mean, surely it's not for free. No, 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 it's a gift. It's free. Amen? Our salvation was a gift. It's free. It, it cost you and I, nothing. Huh? It cost heaven its best. But that was heaven's purpose. The Father's purpose was to give the best of heaven to redeem mankind, to redeem your and my lives. It's a gift. And when we're talking about gifts of the spiritual realm, of, of the Spirit of God, they're things that have been given to mankind so that mankind doesn't have to operate on planet Earth just like everybody else. In other words, these gifts give us advantages on planet Earth that empower us to be able to accomplish things that God wants accomplished. So he wouldn't tell us to do certain things and not give us everything that we need to accomplish it. But... To, to understand these, and, and, it, and I've been taking, you know, I, I don't even know how, this is the second part of, of this gift that I'm talking about tonight, and I don't even know how far I'm going to get because I can't rush through these things because we're living in a time, I mean, you could have said this 20 years ago, and, we, and, and it was, we're living in a time when we need it, but I'm telling you, we're living in a time now, we need these gifts like never before. But you won't, you won't access these gifts if you don't believe in them. If you don't believe they're for you, then you won't position yourself to receive these things in your life and to operate through you. There's a couple of things that in 1 Corinthians 12 that we've been reading each week that I'm just reminding you of. <clears throat> 1 Corinthians 12 and 1 couple things that we've got to remember. Verse 1 says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, 
I do not want you to be ignorant, uh, misinformed, the Amplified says. I don't want you to be misinformed or ignorant of spiritual gifts. So if he doesn't want us to, then we need to be informed and we need to understand spiritual gifts. Verse 4 says, now there are diversities of gifts, but it's the same spirit. There's not a different spirit for every gift. It's the same spirit, but diversities of, of, of different gifts. <clears throat> um, the Amplified says, distinctive varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. There are differences of ministries. So everybody in here has a different form or type of ministry. So the gifts that God wants to flow through you are going to come through you in a different way than they will through someone else. So diversities of gifts, differences of ministries, and there are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. So each one of these gifts are released to bring a profit, but they're released as God wills them to be released. And it's different than other things that we all have access. To one, notice in the next verse, he said, for to one is given the word of wisdom. Everybody say one. He didn't say everybody, he said to one. To another one, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. To another one, faith by the same Spirit. To another one, gifts of healings by the same Spirit. To another one, the working of miracles. To another one, prophecy. To another one, discerning of spirits. To another one, different kinds of tongues. And to another one, the interpretation of tongues. So there's not just one person on planet earth that operates in the gift of the word of wisdom, but it's, it's one person at a time as God wills this gift in operation. And, and tonight we're talking the second part of the, the gift of the discerning of spirits. And what this gift isn't, is it's not the gift of discernment. Because every born-again, spirit-filled person, where the Spirit of God is alive on the inside of you, has discernment. Actually, people that aren't even born again have discernment because God made you to discern things. He gave you the ability to discern. Because he, he created you. Whether you're born again or not, you were created in the image of God. And you have the ability to, to discern. But this gift, as we talked about a little bit last week, is th this is not the gift of discernment. It's not some special gift of discernment for you to pinpoint and point out faults in people's lives. See, if it was, all you'd have to do is turn that gift around on yourself for about 10 minutes and you wouldn't like it. God didn't call you to be the Holy Ghost spotlight and 
and point everything out. This is the gift of the discerning of spirits. It's the gift of the discerning of spirits. To discern is defined as to perceive by seeing or hearing. When you discern something, you perceive by seeing and hearing into something. And what the gift of the discerning of spirits is, is the ability to discern in the spirit realm the spirits that are operating in a given situation. See, and then sometimes we think, and you, if you've not been in the church a long time, you've not heard teaching this along this line, but sometimes we think that this gift is just to discern evil spirits. But the, the Bible's very clear, and we're going to read a number of examples in Scripture where this gift was in operation, but it's not just to discern evil spirits, but there's godly spirits, and then there are human spirits. And we need to understand the difference in what those are. But every born-again person has the ability to discern whether something is right or not in a given situation. You can be, because, because of the Holy Spirit inside of you, you have a, the Bible calls a still small voice that's on the inside of you, it gives you the ability to discern specific things. You can be in the presence of somebody, or you can, you can, there's times, my wife and I, have, like we've been maybe on vacation or something, and we drive through a certain area. And you drive through this area, and it's not based on what you see in the natural in here, but it's, it, it's based on what your inward witness says. You just know that something's not right. You can come in the presence of another person and just know that there's something that's not right. doesn't mean that you're discerning the spirit that that person is operating in, but you know that something is not right. And there's times when you know something's not right that that gift will, you, you, will, will operate as the Lord wills it for you to see Many times through a vision or through a dream or an impartation, you, you will begin to see by God through this gift of the discerning of spirits what's really operating and what, what's really going on in, in a given situation if it is an evil spirit. In Exodus, just look there real quick, 33. I just want you to see this wording. In Exodus 33... In verse 20, it says, and God's saying this to Moses. I'm just jumping right into this story, but this is where, this is where Moses had gone to the mountain or was preparing to go to the mountain for the Ten Commandments. And um, verse 20 says, and he, he, and he said, God said, you cannot see my face, he's saying this to Moses, for no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, here is a place by me, you shall stand on the rock, so it shall be while my glory passes by 
that I will put you in the cliff of the rock and will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will, I will take away my hand, watch this, and you shall see my back, but my face you shall, shall not be seen. So here is the operation of the gift of the discerning of spirits because what this gift is, is it's the ability to see into the spirit realm. Moses saw into the spirit realm and saw the backside of God. Saw the backside of God the Father. Wow. He saw his backside. He was able to see into the realm of the spirit. There's the natural realm and then there's the realm of the spirit. I'm telling you, there's people all over planet earth that are seeing things in the realm of the spirit. There is another realm that is in operation out there like this realm. You get in an airplane and you fly over a city and you see all these little bitty cars and these little bitty houses. There's all this world that's going on. You fly into some destination and, and you may, you, you, you see a car driving by and you'll never see that car again. But there's people in that car that are living and operating on planet earth. There's billions of people on planet earth that are operating in this realm right here. Well, outside of this realm is another realm. And there's times that God needs you to be in a position because there are things that the spirit realm needs to convey to the natural realm so that we can accomplish some things in a supernatural way. When God's spiritual gets on natural things, it becomes supernatural. Not just natural, but supernatural. Empowered. When, this, when we begin to operate in these gifts of the Spirit, it gives us an added advantage to accomplish things in the natural realm that we wouldn't normally accomplish. We don't have to figure things out in our own abilities on planet Earth. We can know as we study God's Word, as we make the Word a part of us, as we learn to be people that know how to discern things, then we open ourselves up to maybe at times having a dream or a vision or, or an impartation from God in a way that maybe you've never experienced something like that before. Some people are afraid of that, but why be afraid of God? See, if, see if, I was, if I was just reading to you out of some book that I wrote with some good ideas, it's one thing. But I'm sharing with you things that are very clear in the Word of God that we can operate in and live in. And God wants you and I to operate this way. And he wants these gifts to be received. And he wants to be able to move these gifts in your life so that he can move through you to accomplish things, not just for you, but for the good of other people. Because remember, these gifts, 1 Corinthians 12 says, these gifts are to profit everybody. Everybody. See, so if I don't want to position myself to be used for these gifts to flow through where God will will one of these gifts at a, given, at a given time in my life. 
For me, not to want to be used is really kind of a selfish thing because there's other people's profit that's waiting on me to be in a position to be gifted in a, in a higher level and in a greater way. So, keep thinking about that. You remember when we talked about these, these, these are the three revelation gifts, the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and the discerning of spirits because they reveal something. Word of knowledge is the gift that reveals things, knowledge for now and in the past. Word of wisdom, as we, as we talked about, reveals things in the future, the plans and the purposes of God for the future. So we have the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, and then the discerning of spirits. And the word of wisdom is for the future. The word of knowledge is for now and in the past. But the discerning of spirits is the ability to tap into and see things and, and, and discern specific things about spiritual activity that we wouldn't just normally under, know and understand. Now, let me ask you this. If... You know somebody that is struggling. Let's say somebody's struggling physically. Okay, let me just paint this little picture, okay? I'll pick on Joey. No, no, I'll pick on Josh. Eh, Maybe Joey. (laughs) Maybe the both of them. Okay, but let's just say that Let's say Joey has, let's say for two months, he's had something on the inside of him that is getting worse and worse and he can't tell what it is. And, and he's gone to the doctors and they can't, they can't diagnose it. Or they say, you know, we, we're not sure what it is, but he's in horrible pain on the inside of his body. Okay? Everybody say, doctors are great. And then look back at the look at somebody and say, and and I really mean that. Doctors are really great. Okay, so um, so let's say that doc they've run all kinds of tests. He's got two or three different you know uh, opinions about what could it be, and he's trying to figure out what's what's up. And um, and so he comes. Let's just say he comes to me and he says, you know what. Pastor, man, I don't know what this is. I can't sleep at night. You know, I wake up in the morning. I'm struggling all day long. Man, there's just this horrible pain in my body, and I don't know what to do with it. I said, all right, well, well, let's just spend some time praying. I'm not really quick today. I used to be. I mean, somebody had a need, bam, I hit them on the head, you know, and pray for them right then, wham. Then I have to pray for them to be healed for how I hurt them, you know, when I prayed for them. But, But I'm not really quick to lay hands on people. The Bible is real clear not to be quick to lay hands. I'm not always quick. I want to pray. I want to pray in the Spirit, get the mind of the Spirit. I want to have right discernment about the way to pray about something. So let's just say, let's just say he's been struggling with this, and so he tells me about it, and I start praying in the Spirit. Let's just say, you know, I'm in my office one morning early because I pray in my office in the mornings uh, most days, Let's just say I'm just praying in the Spirit one morning, and all of a sudden, the Spirit of the Lord begins to reveal to me in a vision this Spirit. 
and that there's a spirit attached to Joey's side. Could, could that happen? And then let's think about it for a minute. Because see, not everything is a devil, right? right? Well, there's, that guy's got a headache. He's got a headache devil. No, you see, you're getting, all, you're getting weird and goofy, see? Because, no, that's just stress, and you just need to take two bare aspirin and it'll go away, you know, or whatever. Anyway, but let's just say I'm praying in the Spirit, and I have, and all of a sudden, it's like the curtain opens up, and I see into the Spirit realm, and I see this demon spirit of infirmity that's attached itself to his side. Like, I can just see this picture, you know? And all of a sudden, as I'm praying in the spirit, I'm saying, God, what, what, what is it? It's a spirit of infirmity. Pray against that thing. And so maybe God would lead me to have joy, joy come. And, and so all of a sudden, he comes in my presence, okay? And I've seen, I've seen into the spirit realm. And so he's in my presence, and I believe the doctors can't find anything wrong. It's not a natural thing. It's something supernatural that's wrong. And so, am I going to lay hands on him and start praying for Joey? No. I have authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing will hurt me or harm me, and those demons have to do what I say because they had to do what Jesus said. Jesus said, the things that I do, you'll do in even greater works because now I go to the Father. But now you have to do it the way I tell you to do it. You can't make it up. You can't just get emotional. You've got to see into the spirit realm. And the gift of the discerning of spirits is there at our disposal if, we, if we're open to receive from God. Now, if we got all kinds of junk going on and we're in rebellion and, you know, we're just you know, spirit of anger in our life and we don't want to deal with things and we don't want to grow up, you're not, you're not going to hear the Spirit of the Lord in most cases show you that they're, you know, how to tap into the spirit realm. So if that's the case... More than likely, what I would do is I just, in the name of Jesus, I speak to you, spirit of infirmity, and I command you to loose his body right now. Now, the problem with people dealing in the spirit realm, people may think, well, you know, you've got to see something. You've got to see some form of manifestation. You might. I don't know. I mean, I've done these kind of things countless numbers of times and I've sometimes seen manifestation and sometimes seen nothing I mean I mean some form of let's say he falls down on the ground or he you know all of a sudden just instantly his side is well I've seen that and I've seen things take two or three days or I've seen things take a number of weeks or I've seen things happen in a different way you know but if I saw something in the Spirit and I was convinced of that and I obeyed God, then what should happen is what happened in the life of Jesus. See, because he wants the same things that happened in his life, but the key to his success is he always heard what the Father said and he always did what the Father said. See, that's the key. We're learning. We've got to learn how to tap into these gifts and how to hear what God's showing us because as he wills, that gift will open up. You'll see into the spirit realm, command the spirit of infirmity to go, and bam, it's done. Thank you. Okay, I'm just, I'm just saying 
Could that be a case? Yes, I've seen it happen. I've operated in the gift of the discerning of spirits in that way. Doesn't happen that way all the time. Doesn't happen that way probably very many times. But a lot of reasons that we don't get things like that in operation is because people aren't in a position to be used in these gifts. Because they, number one, the main reason is people don't understand them. How are you going to operate in something that you don't understand? And, and, and the second reason is, is because people don't want to develop their life and grow up and expect spiritual things. We want to go so far and then just kind of, you know, back off and get lazy and just live that Christian life and just wait till we get to heaven. God wants us to live victorious now. He wants us to live on top now. And he's given us these gifts and he wants us to access these gifts. And, and, and the way we access them is by preparing our hearts day to day, just in our walk with God, and being open to be used by God like in a situation like that. So you can't make it up. Well, I've got to operate now. You know, Joey's side is hurting and I've got to understand the devil that's against him. See, it may not be a devil, you know. Maybe he was playing football one day and somebody broke one of his ribs. And maybe the x-ray missed it. You see what I'm saying? See, you can't make this stuff up. It's not a game. It's real. And the supernatural is real life. And, and, and the more we understand about praying in the Spirit and being sensitive to the voice of God, the more we'll be used in these gifts. My expectation in teaching these is that you all are going to be stirred up in this more and more all the time. And I just really encourage you to go listen to these. You know, go, go to the website and download them or just listen to them. They're all free. And you can listen to these words because you, you need to be, you, you don't want to live life where you're not accessing the advantages that these gifts give us. And they just do. And again, remember, I'm not talking about manufacturing something or making something but but the things we're teaching on how these things are in operation man I want to be I want I want to be used as I've been as I've been teaching this I've been operating more in these opportunities have just come my way amen um look at this one this is this is just another just, these are just scriptures that you can, um, I'm giving you to just realize how many different people saw into the spirit realm. Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 1, Isaiah says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Did he, did he see the Lord in the flesh? He saw the Lord in the Spirit. He saw him in the Spirit. He said, I saw the Lord. And he, didn't just, he didn't just, you know, have a bad pizza night and saw some so-called vision. He said he saw the Lord sitting on a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. That's what he saw. He saw that. So 
he was operating in the gift of the discerning of spirits. He, he was able to see that was, you know, there's good spirits, there's bad spirits, and then there's, you know, human spirits that are a result of our human nature. So, so you can see where he saw the Lord here, yes? Then look at this one, Revelation chapter 4. This is a great one. He saw them all here. After these things I look and behold a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard, so this is, this is the Apostle John with this revelation that came to him, and that's what this book is, is a revelation that he got on the Isle of Patmos. And, and as, he's, as he got this revelation, he's delivering what he saw. And the first voice I, which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me, saying, come up here and I will show you things which must take place after this. Immediately, immediately I was in the Spirit. Immediately the Apostle John, he's on an island, but all of a sudden he taps into the Spirit realm. Okay, Immediately I was in the Spirit and behold, a throne set in heaven and one sat on the throne. There he saw the Father. And he who sat there was like a jasper and, and a sardius stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow round the throne in appearance like an emerald. And around the throne was 24 thrones. And on the thrones I saw 24 elders sitting clothed in white robes. And they had crown of gold on their heads. And from the throne proceeded lightnings and thunderings and voices. Watch. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. So what he saw was the Spirit of God. He saw the Father on the throne, and he saw the Spirit of God. Because he, here, here's the thing. Nobody since the day that Jesus left has ever seen him. Now hear, hear, hear me what I'm saying. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Nobody's ever seen Jesus from the day that he ascended from here. And nobody's ever seen him. But, in the spirit realm, they've seen him. How many have seen the movie of the little boy? Went to heaven. Who did he see? Jesus. But nobody's seen him in physical form. Nobody's seen him in a physical form, but in the spirit realm, there have been many people through the years that have seen him, okay, because he's spirit. And the fact that he is, and, and, and one of the reasons we wouldn't see him here is because he's at the right hand of the Father, right? The spirit of God is on the earth in living inside of man. So Jesus is everywhere at all times, but by the Spirit of God. There's three, there's three of them, and yet they're one. So Jesus is everywhere, the Father's everywhere, but Jesus is at the right hand, Father's on the throne, Holy Ghost is in everything else. But he represents Father and Son everywhere that he is, see? So why wouldn't we want to tap in to the gift of discerning of spirits 
and have visitations from God. Yeah. The deal is, it's better to have personal, still small voice discernment than it is to operate in the gift of the discerning of spirits. You know why? Because the gift of the discerning of spirits is a gift to a person one time. Discernment that comes from that connection with God on a day-to-day basis is personal. It's for everybody, and it's at all times. Hmm? The gift of the discerning of spirits can be more spectacular than the day-to-day, still, small voice connection that we have with God. See? But they're both needed. But you're not going to tap the gift of the discerning of spirits if you don't have the intimate discernment that comes from your one-on-one relationship with God Almighty through the person of the Holy Spirit. I just believe that that was well said. So, I want to end with this. And and I'll have to touch something else. I don't have time to get into it tonight along this gift as we get into the next set of gifts, which are the power gifts that we'll get into next week. Um, but, But I want to end with this. Romans 8 and verse 14. I just want to drive this point home to you tonight. what, What I'll share next week is what to look for, what to look for day to day in regards to the operation of the gift of the discerning of spirits or the gift of the word of knowledge or the gift of the word of wisdom. Remember what I said in the, in the last two times. The gift of the word of knowledge and the gift of the word of wisdom are fragments, pieces of information from the mind and the totality of the mind of God. So when I, when I give or receive a word of knowledge, it's just a piece of something that's added to what your spirit man should be connecting with God about. And what it does many times is bring confirmation or or reveal things from the past, word of knowledge or present, word of wisdom about things in the future that are coming. But it will never override what the Holy Spirit is revealing to you personally on a day-to-day basis. Did you hear me? So... It's it's so vital that we understand how important that our relationship with God is in the activation. That's what I'll close this piece just at the beginning of the next word on uh, next Wednesday. But Romans 8, 14 says this. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. The thing about this is, 
you can know that something is right or not right by being led by the voice of the Spirit that's speaking to your human spirit and telling you what's right instead of trying to figure things out.